0: The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight.
1: Thanks so much for being here, listening, downloading this episode of Community Spotlight on The Light FM. However you have chosen to make us a part of your day, we're going to try and make your day that much better with some great insight on small businesses as we spotlight the Asheville area today with Jovita Cornanza, the administrator of the Small Business Administration and a cabinet member of President Trump. She helped install the Payment Protection Program, PPP, and the Economy Injury Disaster Loan. You may be uh, familiar with both of these things. They very instrumental in helping fund small businesses and nonprofits during the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. She is in Asheville, and she is so excited to share with us the feedback she's receiving from small businesses and nonprofits today. Hey, Javita, how are you doing? Thanks for being here.
0: Very fine, Braxton. Thank you for having me on your show.
1: So you are in Asheville. I'm curious. Have you been to the area before? Have you you know, been to the state? What's your experience like uh, so far today?
0: Well, Bracken, this is the first time I've ever visited Asheville. And what a community. It's so lovely. The people I've met, the small businesses I've visited, all have expressed a sense of community. They're, they're so hospitable. And the uniqueness of all the businesses I've visited here in Asheville really tell a very common story. Now, Asheville, you mentioned... Excuse me, uh, Brett, You mentioned that uh, small businesses are very important, and here in North Carolina, there's over 935,000 small businesses, and they represent over a million small business employees. So my visit here is very purposeful. It's quite intentional. I want to know how the small businesses have um, maintained their businesses, retained their employees, and, and the employee's uh, wages. So visiting with sole proprietors, manufacturers, and also people in the food um, service, entertainment, it was of significant interest to me.
1: So, you know, you, you like the area. Um, you'll be moving here one day, I hear, right? You, you, you like the area so much, you'll be a part of the community, huh?
0: Oh, Someone must have told you (laughs) I commented that I felt like I was part of the team, the collaboration that goes on here, as well as I was deciding between Texas and Carolina.
1: There you go. I don't know.
0: You're top on the list now.
1: Hey, see, once you visit, you can't say no. You can't leave. You you, you just get drawn back. Yes. Uh, With your role with the Small Business Administration and really even just a personal experience, I'm curious. What's your perspective on what small businesses do for local communities? You know, I grew up in a small town, and they, they, small businesses were kind of the heart and the soul of my community. But that's true for, you know, a lot of places, especially Asheville. What's your thoughts on what small businesses do for local communities?
0: Well, we all know, especially the president and his administration, know that small businesses make up half of America's GDP. And to keep them going is to keep our nation's economy going. And what I've also added to that statement, uh, Braxton, is the fact that they also protect the national security of our country. The the fact that here in Asheville we have small businesses that are producing significant high-tech products for the federal government, and because they are so unique in protecting not only our Department of Defense but also our other agencies, as well as partnerships with SBA. The small business community is a powerhouse. There's nothing small about small businesses. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a matter of fact, small businesses hire over 60 million employees throughout the United States. And here in Nashville, you have over 935,000 small businesses. So uh, it's of great interest. Uh, they are very significant to the, the president's interest. He has a laser focus on supporting whatever um, financial lifeline, as they've expressed. When I say they, I'm talking about the small businesses that I've met with. They call the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program, a lifeline, a bridge, and a light of hope for their businesses. That, You know, Braxton, as you've indicated, many of these small businesses have mortgaged their homes. They've uh, uh, cashed in their 401k plan to, to start a small business. They're not risk-averse. And whatever it takes to kind of live their dream or their vision or the American dream, they're going to do what it takes. And so every day we are laser-focused with strength and compassion on ensuring America's small business can pull through this un- unprecedented pandemic called the coronavirus.
1: We are recording this interview on Friday, going to be posted uh, Monday, and you've got quite the busy day today, uh, Javita. So uh, where are you going? What, visit, what uh, businesses are you going to be able to visit?
0: Well, Braxton, I started at 8 in the morning visiting uh, a sole proprietor, Earl Hunter of Black Folks Camp 2, a small business. And I met him at a, at a green stage cafe. So I'm already experiencing some of your local markets. I also visited AVL, that's A-V as in Victor L Technologies, a high-tech company who also was a recipient of PPP. And also I'm uh, here at the French Broad Chocolate Factory and Cafe. So I'm speaking to you from their premise.
1: And you don't plan and on leaving, då- uh, huh?
0: No, not, well, <laughs> not without any chocolate. That's, that's right. Sure. <laughs> yes, and they've told the story of resiliency, of tenacity, how they pivot their businesses to now um, make sure that online was a way to provide their products to uh, customers. They also have pivoted to provide PPE, you know, the personal protection equipment. And so these businesses are so resilient, so innovative, that I believe they have been significant contributors to the number of em- employees that came back to work between May, June, and July, reflecting over 9 million uh, employees returning to work. So I, I believe that the small businesses have fueled our economy once again.
1: Talking to Jovita Carranza, the administrator of the Small Business Administration, and Javita, when you talk to small businesses all over the country, but more specifically in the Asheville area, what's their outlook on the future? You know, uh, when when COVID finishes, or, or or I guess even tomorrow, what is their outlook on what's next?
0: That's a great question, Braxton, because I am so encouraged with every small business I meet. They're hopeful. They've adapted. Uh, they're ready to produce at full throttle as they once did before the pandemic. So once they get past this 50% or 75% um, closure or opening based on the local government's CDC regulations or guidance, but they're preparing for when this economy fully opens up, they're going to be ready. In many cases, they're expressing, Braxton, that they're better today than they were before COVID. So I know that the next quarter is going to show some great uh, production from these small businesses. The fact that they contribute over $10 trillion to our national economy, and that's before going through COVID, you can imagine what it's gonna be like when they rebound after this COVID vaccination and antibiotics and medications that the president is pursuing aggressively that we have before the end of the year. They're ready uh, and, they're, and they're very much engaged with their local chambers, their local economic development. They're working with their local Congress and senators. And so um, they've learned a lot, Braxton. And so this experience with the COVID has strengthened them and give them a more long-term vision for their business and their employees. I speak to them as well. They're so appreciative that their owners, their bosses, took the initiative to work with their local lender to acquire the PPP. Because if not, they would not be working right now. That's their belief.
1: That is very encouraging for me, and I'm sure who those who are listening to also hear that the small business owners and their employees are also encouraged about the future. That's really a, a great takeaway from your visit, I'm sure. What does? Uh, how does that differ, though, uh, to small business owners through other parts of the country. Is that more specific to this area or is that kind of, you know, the same in other areas?
0: Braxton, I've traveled to Dallas, to Wisconsin, Michigan, Virginia, Pennsylvania, you name it. I've I've been there just about. And it's a resounding level of confidence because they know that this administration and this president is really calling for them. He's put... Small businesses front and center, which has never happened before. He's provided a financial lifeline that's never happened before in this huge um, numbers. You know the fact that SBA has processed over 5.2 million small business loans, and that equates to over 500 billion dollars available to small businesses throughout the United States. The idle uh, portfolio, which you mentioned, the economic injury disaster loans. That represents another 3.8 million small businesses that applied for a loan, and that equates to over $185 billion available to small businesses. So the fact that our administration is pushing and continues to push hard Congress and the Senate to come up to a solution for the next wave of uh, PPP, we have over $130 billion available, and I believe that there is a, a very... Night, I'm not going to call it a sweet spot, a sweet spot but a very serious focus for the small businesses to continue uh, being sustained with the PPP.
1: Talking to Jovita Carranza, and Jovita, I think it's interesting, when COVID first hit in March, I think that was month number three for you, is that right?
0: Well, Braxton, I'm going to tell you. There's, there's power in prayer because I have a lot of prayer partners. <laughs> yeah, you need have it, a, and I have a lot of faith, and that's what enabled us to strengthen our leadership, engage our uh, workforce. That the majority has been on telework, but we um, amplified and augmented our resources from our staff all the way to our automated systems. And we had great support from the White House. We had great support from the private sector, not only the lending community, which we went from uh, 1,800 delegated lenders to over 5,500 delegated lenders, and they're still applying. And so we've been busy, Braxton, 24-7. We haven't stopped since <laughs> March. And, yes, we did la- I did land um, in January, January 15th of this year, and I was holding a meeting in February, about February 15th, when I learned that I was going to receive all this money to be able to work with uh, Treasury and our lending community, and we were going to be responsible to um, approve over $300 billion. So yes, sir, within 60 days, I was. Uh, there was no orientation for me. That's crazy. <laughs>
1: Thro- hey, throwing right into the fire doesn't even do it justice, right? <laughs>
0: I felt like David and Goliath I only had a slingshot. and the hey, help me out hey so <laughs> what far what say? it sounds
1: like is you hit that Goliath right in between the eyes just like David did because it sounds like you've done a great thing for small businesses all over the country I, and, I, and all over the you know our area the Asheville area I think uh, what you've done is very encouraging so I appreciate all your hard work.
0: well Braxton I've been I've been graced by having a, a great president and administration the entire cabinet has been very supportive and of course i have great talent at sba and all of the resource partners that we have out in the united states like the score and the women's business centers the sbdcs the small business development centers we also had the chambers to work with us and all of the economic development co- coordination the coalitions out there in every state we had every governor very focused in on their small business community so uh, again um, I was, I was uh, blessed and graced with, with so much support, externally and internally.
1: Real quick, I know you got to go, but if you had one word to sum up the future of small businesses, what would that be?
0: The small businesses are the lifeline of our nation's economy, and it behooves us to continue supporting them and amplifying their messages to the president and to this administration, the Congress and Senate that they should continue providing not, not a handout, but a hand up. And every small business has a lot of pride. They have a lot of dignity. They don't like to be given handouts. A hand up, yes, sure. and they'll work for it. So I w- hope your listeners will also access sba.gov. There's so much information there about our programs and our services and our products. So, thank you so much, asking. Hey, Brad.
1: and thank you for what you do for small businesses. I, I can hear your heart and what you are doing, and I want to let you know that you know at the Light FM, we we seriously, without telling you a lie, we we pray for our country on the daily. We pray for the administration. We pray for the meetings, the decisions, the tough decisions you are having to make. So, we're praying for you, and uh, we we wish you well and pray that God blesses the next the next couple hours for you, but especially the next couple months.
0: Thank you, Braxton, and God bless you, too. I feel that I'm speaking to a kindred spirit. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.